0: student of this game and you all make big moves I like that you made a big move on me
1: I applaud that you know what I mean like good job I think it could have gone bad but the best player is gonna win no matter what everybody here the best player is gonna win and I thought I was up there but y'all got me but clearly that balled out like you gotta you gotta just give it to her she balled out so give her the I mean. Don't be mad, you know
0: what I'm saying? Like, we all wish we were there, but we ain't, you know? What are you gonna do? Don't be mad. I love you all. I have nothing bad to say about
1: nobody, and, like, I don't even need any, I don't even need a back and forth, you
2: know? Like, I feel good. I'm happy for you all. Welcome, once again, to Bitter Jurors. Uh, as always, I am Derek Reining. Uh, I am one half of this uh Queer Survivor super fan podcast duo um not the only ones as we learned last week um tough to hear but you know we all gotta move on um and uh yes i am joined as always by sam stanish
3: i'm just so happy to be here for the change from the number one and only queer survivor (laughs) podcast to this queer survivor (laughs) podcast no it's a A one of the yes one of many it's okay uh i'm happy to be on this call
2: me too. Right now, Sam is just a little dot for me in the call for technical problem reasons. So yeah, that's where We've I'm at. We've been
3: having issues from the very minute <laughs> we started trying to have this call, and I, I mean, I think we're we're set and we're on the move now, and I don't anticipate more. But what a half an hour we just uh, yeah.
2: got. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, most of it was like fun, light conversation, yeah. but you know. Uh, Don't make our
3: listeners jealous of the fun pre-record conversation where we, you know, spilled tea with our hunties, (laughs) etc. Okay. (laughs) All about religious faiths.
2: Yes, I just, um, that made me think of, I just, someone on Twitter revived the clip of them singing Let's Have a Kiki on Glee, and Leah Michelle singing the word huntie, like, really loudly, just cracks me up every time <laughs>
3: were you i mean not, not were you but i in uh you know my friend good friend alex Conti sends that clip almost daily so i it's not reviving so much as it's, uh, the, t- it's the time of today where i saw it <laughs>
2: <laughs> well okay i guess on that note we should introduce i guess let's start with um a f- uh draft queen um a previous guest on our podcast um a tweeter, um, a legend, um, etc. <laughs> it's Lita Brillman.
0: Hello. Um, I just went through such an emotional journey in all of that intro. I yeah. learned so much. <laughs> I am currently doing my first uh, Glee entire watch through. And um, oh. between... I, I thought that uh, Jane Lynch's super bass was going to be the most <laughs> iconic piece of gay culture that I would have to stumble upon in mm-hmm. this, but apparently I have even more to look forward to.
2: You've yeah. even begun to plumb the depths.
3: The best part of the Let's Have... There are so many great things about the Glee Let's Have a Kiki clip, but uh, one, Shangela is part of it. She's one of the dancers. Mm-hmm. Two, who is it? Sarah um, Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker is like the, one of the... The main singers of the song and then also it's remixed with some thanks it's a, it's a, the thanksgiving episode so it's remixed oh, with some turkey it's 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 remixed with turkey lurky time <laughs> which i don't even know from outside of glee but it is one of the best one of the gayest three minutes of a tv show ever produced i've Anything?
4: never heard
0: the song turkey lurky time but i know it's a gay anthem
3: it's circular key time.
2: <laughs> Come on home. <laughs> Do we think the Scissor Sisters were aware of how their song would be used in the episode?
3: I don't think that they would be, no. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I think I'm they so were probably
0: like, yeah, of course we'll license that. Glee will use it tastefully and appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> mm. Cruel. Cruel fate got to the Scissor Sisters on that day. Um, but, uh, we are also joined by, uh, creator and host of Survivor Maryland, Austin
1: Trout. I was wondering if you'd have the balls to talk to me and Lita. <laughs> 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 I was worried Lita was going to steal that one, to be honest, so, um, no, I'm excited to be here, and, uh, I also feel like I learned so much and went through a journey on that intro. Um, Good. Yeah, when I said the words, I think let's have a kiki.
2: Like when I said th- <laughs> th- uh, that, they both recoiled as if they had like their scars had started burning, and I was Lord Voldemort or something. <laughs> That's
0: what happens one, when Liam face. Michelle does anything.
2: Screams the word Voldemort. <laughs> sings the word "hunty" really loudly.
3: Her child will lead us into the new age. Mm-hmm.
2: She's gonna battle Grimes's uh, child <laughs> um, for the fate of
1: humanity. <laughs> <laughs> can, can i ask because i've only seen that on twitter how, how do you pronounce that well from what i
2: can tell it would be x i and then the numbers s or a 12 or whatever but i don't know
3: i'm being told by grime superfans in my house that it is pronounced <laughs> baby archangel
2: oh right yeah which doesn't make sense but i yeah.
0: saw a headline that grimes and elon disagree on how to pronounce it
2: <laughs> that's all. they probably did it on twitter <laughs>
0: Wait, can we backtrack who is grimes
2: oh austin are you really I, gay like guys
0: uh, i mean my... i said
1: this last night but danny last night asked what you in danger girl is so i feel like i'm at least <laughs> a step up from that
0: my catchphrase to austin and danny is bitch are you gay uh-huh. Because it's literally, talking to you guys is not different than talking to Kevin, where he's just like, babe, who's Doja Cat? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: who's Megan the Stallion? Yes. Oh, Austin. We are um, not
3: Who Weekly, and we can't go deeply into who Grimes is, uh, but she's- we're,
0: We legally are not permitted. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I mean, if once once Grimes is on a season of Survivor, we'll talk about her. Okay, uh, okay. That sounds no, good. But that's she's like a singer. A... Yeah, she, she's, oh, like a she's, an
2: artist. she's a musical artist. She is big in the gay community because she makes weird dancey music. That's she's all you formerly
3: an anti-imperialist, now dating a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a plot twist.
2: There is also some
3: Azealia Banks drama involved. Oh. Um, but Azealia
0: to... Banks was in her house.
3: Yeah. Grimes said Elon Musk had a big dick, and then Azealia Banks said, I, that can't be true. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, I feel like I
1: have
3: some research to do. That's my next project.
1: Deep,
3: yeah, dive.
2: Let's deep dive into the Grimes lore.
3: And I think if you look at the dates of Elon Musk's tweets, he came up with Tesla short shorts at this time while Azealia Banks was in his house. Well, allegedly,
2: they were on. <laughs> what were they on at the time? Like on, a- acid or something. Yeah. I don't know, I don't <laughs> and apparently, they just didn't see each other in the house at any <laughs> given point. They were all, like moving around, like. Clue players.
3: <laughs> yeah, Azalea <laughs> Banks was like, I was waiting in their house for three days for them to come out <laughs> to me. And they never did. she
0: thought the Scribes was gonna collab.
2: Uh, wow. Yeah. So, um, Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> not as, not nearly as interesting as any of that. I'm afraid. Um, I think we can all agree on that. Yes. No.
4: Look. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> The penultimate step of this war was not the two-hour episode for
2: me. No, it did not match up to The Penultimate Peril, which is a great book in the A Series of Unfortunate Events book.
0: Some might say my favorite book. Oh, I, some might say time. it is
2: Lita Brillman's
3: favorite book. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not everyone would say it, but some might. Yeah. I'm um, more of a Lita Brillman's favorite book in the A Series of Unfortunate Events series. It's a wide window, but I guess oh. other people have their own taste.
0: <laughs> no, I'm sorry.
3: Yeah,
1: I, we I just, am an earthhouse elevator
0: agree. queen and a penultimate peril queen. <laughs>
1: I'll yeah. be doing a ranking of Lita's favorite books <laughs> <laughs> in the series of unfortunate <laughs> events Please on do. Twitter. Follow um, me.
0: Is there any word less dramatic than penultimate for this kind of episode?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's like, did he Jeremy know, like, oh, they're going to do the, like, this is going to be a double boot episode. Because it came in the first ha- like, hour of the show. Yeah. So yeah. he had to have still been in the game. So, so he it's knew not there even was the
0: th- penultimate. <laughs>
2: Was production just telling them this is how we're going to, like, edit the episodes so they knew, like, this was the next to last episode?
1: It's like the end of Drag Race. They filmed them saying the penultimate and then the ultimate and then the second to second to last and the right. third to last. And, yeah.
2: Right. And they got into an argument about what a week is in Survivor. And we know they tell them to refer to things, like, by week, knowing that episodes air weekly.
3: Even though it takes uh, them days.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. I will say, I will say that is relatable. I don't. I don't. I don't even know if they're forced fed that. It's like it's like very easy to compartmentalize that into weeks.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. is it survivor player uh, Austin? <laughs> uh,
1: having having <laughs> had people refer to rounds as weeks in my game
3: and not having told them to say that, I can I can understand. Oh,
2: that. they just I, came yeah. upon that the themselves. Do that's you cool. guys?
3: Let's go around. Do you guys think of two weeks as ten days or fourteen days?
2: <laughs> um. Well, I'm correct in that it's fourteen days because that's what it means when you say two weeks. <laughs>
3: Yeah. I I would say that two weeks is ten days, and a fortnight is fourteen days. I'm kidding. Uh, two weeks. Oh, I, everyone days. in the chat was like
2: over it instantly. Not not funny. Didn't laugh. <laughs> well,
1: I think nope. okay. the wait. Are you talking about the the scene or that comment?
2: <laughs> yeah, Sam trying to jokingly agree with Tony in that moment. Like, no, no one agrees that ten days is two weeks. It doesn't make sense. It's maybe two business weeks, but it's not two weeks.
3: I
1: business, did enjoy the it's a business week
3: in the front and a party
2: it? in the back. <laughs> the Eldebarge slash Crystal Method of uh, Counting Time. <laughs> they
3: really are milking the shit
2: out of buying that song. They must have... Do you pay for those kind of things per song or per use? Because I would have thought it was per I it, use. I think it's per use. So, I mean, it must have gone cheap or they really, <laughs> really, really... The
3: deal didn't... with the distributor.
1: <laughs> because it makes it seem like it was per song. <laughs> because they have really... We're going to start using it for other contestants.
2: Yeah, we're referring, of course, to RuPaul's Drag Race for, um, like Austin, any of our straight listeners. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, I have so, no response. Another yeah.
3: thing that came out of that argument with Jeremy was Tony telling Jeremy that Jeremy works harder and Tony works smarter, which you know, I wouldn't agree with Tony there on his assessment of himself. <laughs> but then I was thinking about, do I work smarter or harder? And I don't think I do either of those I don't work. <laughs> I, just, I work... <laughs> dumber and slower. Dumber and weaker. <laughs>
2: with less force, <spores>,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe that'll be, like, the next... Maybe that'll be season 41. It'll be working hard versus working smart versus lions versus hyenas. Versus
3: 10 days versus 14
2: days. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like Fortnite people. Fortnite means 10 days versus Fortnite means <laughs> no. 14 days versus, versus Fortnite, Fortnite players. players. Yeah. Yes,
1: exactly. Uh, 39 be... days, five to seven weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
3: There you go. Yeah. Well, we settled yeah. all the big debates for this episode. Is there yeah, anything else you can talk I think about? That's I think about. I that think about covers it. I mean, that's everything I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I mean, we have two
2: Michelle dances we can talk about.
3: Yeah. Um, those are the tenfold moments in the episode for me. They really are. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh,
0: say that I am annoyed by just like I am famously not an edit person, but obviously, like I see tweets about it, and I just feel like. When we see most people be, like, really dumb on screen, like Tony was, it's like, oh, that doesn't look good. But when Tony does it, it's like, character moment! OMG! He's bad at building a ladder! We love a well-rounded television character! And then, like, him, like, trips once, and they're like, ooh, bad news. And it's like, yeah, it was, but... There's no consistency in what we see here.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's okay because it's Tony. It's an actual edic um, rule,
3: I think, at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's okay because it's Alyssa. It's, yeah, it's okay. When a see. man does it, it's a funny moment. And when a woman does it, it's a mistake. Yeah. Yes. Well, I will say that, like,
1: I remember one specific something from co Wrong where Michelle, like, yeah. they're she was up on to the a challenge. Wrong yeah, she was on the wrong mat, and people were like, "Oh my God, that's Sandi Michelle." I feel like they just throw things in with people they want you to see and laugh with. And yeah, I mean, I, I laugh with Michelle in that moment too. I was like, oh,
2: you're "I such laughed a with great Michelle, winner. Whole...
3: I love you." And when Tony's <laughs> making this mistake, I just want to, you know, turn the TV off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all Coach Wade, and we ride for Michelle. <laughs> exactly. Yes.
2: Wait, is that a thing? Yes. I haven't seen yeah, he, he
3: put out a tweet. I'll pull it up. He was basically like. All these people criticizing Survivor players n- need to back off. They've never played them, played the game, and they don't understand what it's like out there. And then he was like, at Jeff Probst, at Survivor, CBS, at Michelle Fitzgerald. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Me during <laughs> and the then first. No one two- else. Me, me during the here. first
0: two thirds of that tweet. Uh, don't tell me what to do. I can criticize Survivor however much I want. Me at the end of the tweet. Yes, Coach. <laughs> Go <Tell Michelle>.
4: <laughs> Period. <laughs> coach knows how to get the won't. gate. Could- <laughs>
3: Coach
2: is one of the girls. Coach is one of the dolls, yes. We love Coach.
4: Um,
3: he supported Sophie's first million dollar win, and he's pro- he's supporting Michelle on her two million dollar win. Exactly. Coach is
0: just one of the girls because, to me, he I see him as a little girl. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> Sophie inducted him into our, our group, the community.
1: Coach Wade has
3: entered the chat.
1: Mm. <laughs> so, can we talk about the one take that was worse than Tony's two weeks, 10 days' is two weeks take, which was the uh, the promo saying, starting off with the declarative line of this is the greatest season of all time. <laughs> and, and I like, why? last night I had a realization where I was like just like lining it up and I'm, I, I was trying to think of all the reasons of why I don't think that and why I've been like frustrated over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And this this is one that felt very easy to me. Winners at War Final Six. Tony, Sarah, Michelle, Denise, Ben, Nick. Kagayan final six: Tony, Wu, Cass, Spencer, Trish, Tasha. Like you, there you could name ten seasons that you would take the final six over, and I feel like
4: mm-hmm. it's so
1: frustrating that we've had like probably the greatest cast of all time, and yet the way it's been whittled down. It's like the very delayed game changers where, like, yeah. I wouldn't take the final six over. I don't know. I I'm trying to think of other seasons besides Kagayan, but like. Yeah.
3: There's I agree what you're saying. Mm-hmm. We were. I was rewatching the episode today, and Joe, who I was watching with, was like, "If these people were cool, like they would vote out Ben." And I was like, "If this season was cool, none of these people would be here, <laughs> right? Except
2: Michelle and Denise, and it'd yeah. be yeah. like Sophie and Kim with them as the tight final four instead of Denise plus the final three, who yeah. are an, an actual final three with each other."
3: I. Uh... Okay, but well, I also don't understand what the point of talking about Final 3 scenarios is if you have a locked-in Final 4 and the fire-making challenge is happening.
4: Yeah. Like, right, There's <laughs> no
2: reason. Maybe that's what Denise is going for, because it's like, well, you really j- just have to get to Final 4, and then it's either you win immunity or you just have to do fire, I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: So, like, I feel like coming into the season, we probably all were fans of Denise, right? And I'm not saying I'm I not. I still am, but i I love man. Denise. Me yeah. too. It's just like... I, I've been the last few weeks. I'm just like, are we missing something? Like, what is is yeah. the big plan? Just to like get Tony at four and that's it. Like, I, like you said, there's a fire making thing. I just but
4: I mean, between, like,
1: I, I'm also like really not a fan of the like, oh, I'm like doing the martyr thing where I'm going out and like that mm. kind
3: of rubbed me the wrong way. Where
1: okay, I just Jennifer
0: Marasca like says him. hi. Um, also the the dead fish strategy
3: yeah the niece doing that was a total ploy though she was doing that just to make michelle and nick feel comfortable i know it was a strategy i just feel like it's like a I don't like
1: it as a strategy personally. It's like, all right, we know like everyone's here to play, and like you. It's are, like, underhanded
3: maneuvering, and I just can't stand for that in my game of Survivor. <laughs>
0: an over forty woman does it, not on my watch. Um,
1: it's because it's Denise, yeah.
3: I <laughs>
0: Denise. feel like we have always known that planning for the end game is not Denise's <laughs> forte. It's just that this time we don't like the people who she planned to go with. Which in Philippines we did like Malcolm, at least mm. I did. So at least I. I feel like if <laughs> since oh, yeah. Malcolm, I automatically was thinking of Lisa. Um, it's just in Philippines, we all stand scooping so much that it didn't really like. <laughs> um, yeah, I just feel like this time it just feels more egregious. I, I don't think that Denise is like the greatest strategic player of all time because she has had issues planning for the end game. And that challenge basically allowed her to win, having it be a challenge that Malcolm was bad at, especially because he yeah. had the advantage. But I still absolutely love her, and mm-hmm. my favorite player is never gonna be the most strategic person.
3: I love her, and I mean this is this holds true to like what she's said in interviews for years following her game. She's always been a proponent of like whatever her analogy is, but like she wants like all of the best players to get to the end with her or whatever. So that's like all a fair fight. It's a very Coach Wade actually yeah. to want iron to sharpen iron, Denise sharpening Tony, etc. <laughs> Well, it makes sense. When you think of the best players of the season, you know,
1: Ben is really the first one that comes to mind. So I really appreciate her helping us out with that. Yeah. I love
2: to Ben, even in this episode, recognize, he's like, I don't think people like me (laughs) out here.
0: He's never gotten a fire token. I didn't even put that together. That's so funny.
2: Yeah. That was a great, great moment. And that's like, at that point, like, I don't know, what does Ben do knowing that he's probably not winning a jury vote?
1: I feel like Lita, I had a question. The, um, well, I had two questions. One is that when I was on a cruise, uh this is more of a rhetorical question, but uh <laughs> sorry to make this family. we met this family about cruising. <laughs> yeah, well, different different cruising, let's I be clear.
4: Know.
1: Uh we'll don't out. I, I, I met, you somewhere. met a family while you were cruising? <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> uh we were we were doing uh, we were ziplining in uh Costa Rica. Zip lining or in Air I don't know, Honduras. It's a euphemism. I think it was Honduras. Yeah, I don't know that one. <laughs> um and th- we met this woman and I was wearing like a Survivor Maryland shirt and she was like, Oh my god, I love Survivor. And it was like 60-year-old woman, like the demographic from the Midwest, like the the mm-hmm. literal person on the street. And uh she we were good. like, Oh, like who are some of your favorite players? And it was right after 35 had aired, and she literally would only say the only two players she could remember were Colby and Ben. <laughs> and I was like <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, whatever. Colby, I get that one. Ben can
0: only see people wearing cowboy hats. It's
1: like, a military one. And I, I, like, my first question is, are casuals liking Ben at this point? Have they Probably. turned so south on Ben that they hate him?
2: I mean, Ben hasn't done anything really, like, egregious that they would hate, I don't I think. I like Ben
0: more this season because I'm not worried about him winning. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if I was a casual, the only person I would know is Tony.
2: Like, of this group, yeah. I mean, Michelle, like, has airtime, but yeah, they probably just don't even remember her from the first one, so... And she doesn't get um, shout-outs in the commercials, either, like Tony does, where he's a oh, tentpole of the show,
3: apparently. He got, in the in the promo Austin mentioned, they, they was like, double the deception, double the strategy, double the Tony. And then, at the end, they were like, Survivor's looking for new players! And then they were like... <laughs> What did they even say? You could be, like, it something could be, like Rob. You could be one like, of them. Yeah,
0: They enlisted <laughs> Nick Wilson to do the casting that's, call. That sounds like when he <laughs> says that. New players. I love
2: when he called Jeff Jiff. Jiff.
4: Jiff.
3: That's what Jeff sounds like when he does that promo. I don't yeah, know what I'm it is, but that's good. what it is. Choosing that was Survivor players
2: point. choose Jiff. It's true.
3: <laughs> okay, my second question.
1: I, I missed something. I might have missed something. Okay, but that's...
3: What, just... This this will be your first question. You did not ask me a question. Okay. What was the Ben tattoo? Uh-huh. Has that been explained before? No. The, the, like, the weird character on his, like, chest? I thought it was on Are his leg. Are you legs. talking about Denise's
2: like... tattoo? No, no,
3: no, no. Not, not Endure and Woosa. <laughs>
1: but...
2: <laughs> endure and Woo. <laughs> and then it's just an no, image. No, I didn't ben think
1: has, that... Like... I ben think that sounds like that, like sound effect where it's like "usa <laughs> travel."
4: Maybe he's ben trying to impersonate time. Kim. First.
3: <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry for jumping in so much. No, <laughs> go Sam. <soon>. It's. <laughs> Ben has a tattoo that looks like one of those characters from Wizard of Legends, that Switch game, where you, like, go around and cast spells. It's like, he has, it's like a weird, like, bird character with a cloak over its head. It's kind of cool. Like, I don't know what it is, but, like, I like Uh, the character design of his tattoo. I'm thinking
1: of the one, there's one he has that's, like, a woman in a dress. And I thought it was a mermaid at first, but it wasn't. And they they cut directly to it last night. Yeah, I remember that. Probably
0: his wife. (laughs)
3: <laughs> he's he's no. married to a mer- he's a marine <laughs> married to a mermaid. Whoa. I wasn't joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a I know what
2: you're talking about. It's almost like one you would see on the side of like an airplane from like World War 2 where it's like a pinup woman with like uh yeah. camouflage like army camo dress and like a helmet. And they like zoomed in on it for whatever reason.
4: It's crazy. It's
2: crazy. <laughs> yeah, when that casual was talking to you when she said the military one, she actually said the militant one and was referring to Chrissy. The thing they haven't <laughs> well,
3: shown. I, the I missed everything. Yep. The thing they haven't shown in the edit this season is that inspired by Aaron's socks that have his son's face on them, Ben has socks that have Chrissy's face on them.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, want I, want those socks. I want Ben's chest tattoo to fight Lyrsa's arm tattoo. <laughs>
0: wow, I wonder if I would have ever thought about Lisa again for the rest Lisa of. Lisa or
3: Aaron from uh, both
2: from Ghost <laughs> Island? Question mark. No, Lisa <laughs> was the David they Okay,
4: who's <laughs> the purple versus orange one? <laughs> Aaron. Know, Aaron Meredith. Is his
1: name?
0: The yeah. one where everyone
1: was like, Aaron's who said the
0: officer?
1: Yeah, but like Last really screwed up a tribal. Hunter Ellis, reborn. i had an actual apology. It was right. a
0: good apology. I wish I hadn't yeah. been in a gym, but he did cry.
1: <laughs> I wish that I could gym. go to was the deepest form of crying, Lena.
0: Crying in gyms?
1: <laughs> yeah, really.
0: <laughs> it's like that, that meme. It's like the two arms and it's like nerds in middle school m- grown men issuing apologies <laughs> crying oh, yes. in gyms. There you go.
2: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, so so uh, what's but I don't even know where we are in this episode. <laughs> episode yeah like I I don't know how do we feel about this Jeremy vote for everyone I think it's pretty clear it was the wrong move for Nick which is the right move for us but oh my god what was he thinking <laughs>
3: yeah I mean I'm glad Michelle got his ass afterward
0: but <laughs> again <laughs> so this is
2: the second time Michelle has had to say to Nick you made a bad move and she was right both times
0: yeah what was the first time
2: uh I don't remember what was it She definitely had another scene where she had to explain The vote,
0: maybe? Yeah,
3: something like that. Uh, Yeah. Where she was just like, you literally fucked us over, and she was right
4: both times. Yeah. I liked that.
3: I mean, I I don't like this, but at the beginning of the episode, like, Michelle was so far out of the loop that they wouldn't tell her not to vote for her closest ally. So it, like, kind of makes... I mean, it's just obvious that Jeremy and Michelle are on the bottom or whatever. They just, like, don't know what's going on. And so I hated that... Like, why did Nick do this? And Michelle Michelle is just like, wait, what is her quote? She's like, I am genuinely curious what you think our path to the end is now. <laughs> right. And it's like, I don't know. It, at
2: one point in the episode, he says, Tony's been my, what was it? Like my number one or something, which we didn't know that. They definitely did not show that in any of the episodes of TV we watched. Um, so. I feel like.
1: The, it is a hot take that the Michelle yelling at Nick about that might have been the best scene of the season so far. It's one of many great Michelle
2: moments. Like Michelle's <laughs> yeah. moments are the season for me. That's the Michelle's
0: one. moment. Michelle.
3: Yes. I I also really love when last episode when Sarah was yelling at Tony so like anytime a woman is yelling at a man over a terrible terrible decision they made
0: yeah well the Sarah one was so funny because she was like I'm not gonna freak out I'm gonna be called (laughs) what (laughs) the hell (laughs) no I'm done I wrote (laughs) down Michelle's name
1: I was getting a very much Holly vibes from uh Michelle this episode uh Sam you might be able to the what
0: cool Nick (laughs)
1: yeah well also just like yelling at people after tribal is a holly specialty but that's a little bit more of an all-stars thing um but uh i just like i felt like i mean for nick it would have made sense if he he had said like oh i couldn't like i didn't want to work with jeremy at all which like okay anytime you say i'm literally unwilling to work with someone that's not great gameplay but also he was like well he was too big of a threat which would make sense if Nick, like, wanted to keep Ben, whatever, because he felt like he could beat him and realize he didn't have many people he could beat. But he didn't want to keep Ben. He just wanted to keep Tony and Michelle. So it doesn't make any sense. There's, like, no logic behind it. And I also thought maybe they just didn't realize that Tony, Sarah, and Ben were that tight. But Michelle said it right after. She,
2: like, literally just outlines, the, like, correctly, like, they are a final three and they are tight. And they all confirmed that. And they're like, yep, this is our final three. So it's like...
3: Denise said it, too, so it must be, like, pretty odd
2: obvious to everyone who can Uh, see things
3: (laughs) except for nick yeah
2: (laughs) exactly
1: i do think like i i love jeremy and i it would have been nice to see him survive over a lot of these people but i feel like he like i feel like for some of these people they had a strategy that worked and like his meat shields thing very much worked in cambodia and he was just not gonna deviate from that at all yeah he didn't have his mind shields like he said he would the what The mind shields. Oh,
4: yeah.
3: Well, there were so few people who were smart in this season, so that's (laughs) why he found it difficult to attract mind shields. Yeah.
0: Sandra and Parvati went out too early.
3: Right. I mean, that's what's so confounding is, like,
1: it's supposed to be the best strategic season of all time, and I feel like on the ground, and for a lot of it, I'm sure that felt true, but the last four weeks have been, like, some of the most confusing gameplay that's like hard to justify from what we're seeing at least. And so like on the one hand, like I think all of us watch this for character stuff and we're not getting much, you know, much of that because there's no screen time for it. Except and for also Tony. it doesn't feel except <laughs> for Tony. And we're also not getting the like great strategy that everybody's like in their best interest and in flipping the game or whatever. So I, that's yeah. where it's just, it's like being frustrating for me and that I'm, I don't feel like we're getting the best of either world. Yeah. Playing more
0: hand. is not playing better. <laughs> That's what these people don't
2: understand. And it's weird because I feel like maybe it's, like, I feel like it's Jeff is the one who's trying to push this, and it's, like, the players themselves have even said, like, yeah, we're, like, really playing, like, a trusting game, and we're all really concerned about, like, making each other better people. So it's, like, do they really think that they're playing strategic, like, a high level of strategy, or, like, are they really just playing, like, this trusting, like, whatever, we're just going to write our pregame alliances to the end game, and Jeff is trying to, like, convince himself that that's not the case? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, Season of Trust is very heartwarming during, like, COVID, but not for a Season of Survivor. And even then, I want my heart to be
2: warmed by an all-women Final Ten, not by whatever (laughs) this is. That would warm
1: my heart. It should have been a season of Trust Your Gut with Kellen. Exactly.
0: (laughs) And that all-women's Final Ten is no Sarah, but Ethan and drag.
1: (laughs) In his scarf. In his scarf, Yule's abs just like wander onto the screen at times. Yes. Like Dollar just...
0: they're the reward challenge reward. <laughs> exactly.
3: I'm fine, with e- I'm fine with Ethan and Yule making the merge as long as they're the first two jurors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm yeah.
2: fine with men making it f- like far in the game as long as they know their place. <laughs> which is
3: which is not far in the game. <laughs> exactly. As far <laughs> yes. as
2: they're allowed to go.
3: They should be honored to even be allowed to get to the feast. Exactly.
2: That was their gift to the moon.
3: <laughs> yes. I I mean to talk about strategy and like if I mean, I just like don't understand what they're going for with the fire making challenge in the final three if they want it to be a good strategic season. Like it gets totally stagnant and Tony even said this in the episode. He said at the Final Seven Travel Council this is the night where we will make our bed that we're going to lie in for the rest of the game. So he's saying, like, once this Final Four, like, takes power, there's no reason to flip anymore. Which is true, because mm-hmm. they'll get to the Final Four, and then it's, comp- it's a competition to get to the Final Three. And then at the Final Three, that's the end of the game. Where if there was no fire-making twist, and there was no Final Three... There's so many layers more of strategy that you have to go through and just have to, like, shore up within your own four-person majority that could easily be flipped around at any time. But given these twists, there's no reason for the players to think about it that way. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Is there any chance of a surprise final two?
3: (laughs) That's why the
1: finale's so long. (laughs)
2: Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's going to be long anyway since we have the battle back. The extinction
1: challenge, yeah. yeah. That would be wild, though. That would actually... Oh, Oh. what a concept.
2: What's going on over there? (laughs) Surprise final two. Austin just
0: got all tingly thinking about the final two, which is me.
3: That makes, yeah, that would be so exciting, but I don't... If they had to do the return challenge, a final (laughs) six tribal council, final three, five tribal council, four and three tribal council, and then a final tribal council all in the finale. And immunities between each, yeah. Right, exactly. They're just going to do
0: virtual finale maybe uh there won't be as many Jeff moments and questions
2: yeah or maybe they'll hold like a little sequester mini to f- determine the final two <laughs>
1: I right was gonna say they're gonna do one of those things where they just purge the person who's at the bottom of the challenge <laughs> just, right Michelle <laughs> just gets she can't catch a ball again and she just gets purged like for well not even first like, of excuse all me, she's gonna the immunity win. queen yeah every single
2: remaining challenge just like in Korong so check yourself there I, uh, i'm
1: not saying michelle's not a beast i'm just saying they're gonna screw her by making it a basketball challenge that wasn't, she, wasn't a her
2: ball <laughs> they're gonna make another throw a ball into a trough and <laughs> run through ropes challenge
1: <laughs> exactly the same.
0: final <laughs> challenge but with
1: no slide puzzle at the end yeah. final
0: immunity challenge
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah that's so you think of the great immunity challenges final ones it's Hand on a hard idol and ball going through a drop.
0: The final immunity yeah, challenge mean, is going to be the one from Samoa where they had to pull out a stick and guess how many coconuts were going to fall out. My <laughs> <Like> favorite <laughs> challenge of all
4: time. I
0: <laughs> got it exactly right with like 57. My
3: word.
1: Well, I mean, I, I shuffleboard, think a shuffleboard, sure. shuffleboard would be great. Right.
0: Shuffleboard, hype making from Marquesas. Yes. Get Sam
2: Johnson in a thong
1: again. We need that. John Kierhofer is like, we're bringing back the classics that you've missed
3: for so long. <laughs> the Fiji Dancing Challenge. Hell yeah. <laughs> the Guatemalan- Bring back the popcorn the challenge. We want the popcorn challenge. Yes,
2: we popcorn, the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, or what? the spit roast challenge. <laughs>
0: the one for have to uh, drink all of the cow's blood.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Final
0: That's what Lita.
3: Lita became vegan in that moment. Literally. <laughs> Final immunity is going to be the one where they just have meat on a hook and they have to transport it with their mouths.
4: And yeah, the that on challenge.
2: <laughs> oh, so gross. Everyone, like, I hate those ones not because it's just disgusting, but then everyone after is like, yeah, I feel like I have lockjaw or something. It's like, ooh, what I is I know
0: everyone is talking about how weird it is that we didn't have an auction this season, um, but it's also weird that we didn't have... Like a food eating challenge, or yeah. like any classic Survivor challenges at all.
2: Yeah, the challenges Except have not been. free
0: poverty memorial challenge that she didn't right. get to participate in.
1: Right. If I personally was devastated they didn't wreck the one bring back the one where they're on like a a wheel and they have to. Go yeah, go the like drowning. The water <laughs> <laughs> waterboarding <laughs> challenge. Nick o- Nick o- <laughs> yeah, I
2: love the waterboarding challenge. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, they probably just didn't bring any of those supplies to Fiji, and that's just it. Those are the challenges they have are the challenges
1: they have. It's very Survivor Maryland. We had a bag of items, and we just had to keep reusing those, and that's the same for Fiji.
0: Austin had 800 eggs and just (laughs) needed to figure out how to use
2: them. And an old bike tire that people are going to use to strangle each other.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That That was basically the first challenge of the season.
3: All we have is these steel-toed boots for you to kick each other in the stomach with.
0: (laughs) Balloon stomp, but your stomach is the balloon.
3: Oh, shit. (laughs) Brutal
2: stuff. (laughs) Visceral imagery. Um, So, yeah. uh, What was the challenge this episode? I don't even remember.
0: There was the balloon one, and then there was the domino one, and Victoria was watching this (laughs) thinking, hi!
3: (laughs) Um... The challenge that Michelle won was the Julia Sokolowski Memorial Challenge. Oh my
2: god,
0: that's so beautiful!
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. she won the same challenge Julia won, and Julia also was going to go home that vote if she didn't win immunity.
3: Debbie is shaking and rolling in her grave. Yes, we love it.
2: (laughs) It was a beautiful beautiful moment celebrating female friendship across seasons. Um,
3: Yeah. I yep. mean to talk about more parallels from Corong, and uh, I mean like th- this half of the episode starts with Michelle being blackballed from strategy and like no one will speak to her and like that is what Aubrey was going through on her second season mm-hmm. like no one would talk to her about strategy and she was on the bottom the entire time and so it's just like wonderful beautiful parallel storytelling in real life yes do we want to just make start do like a michelle segment right now because
1: i was writing down i wanted to like have some positives so i wrote down some highlights and most of them were michelle so i mean every moment of our podcast is a michelle segment so please <laughs>
2: yeah. feel free it's true
3: if we're ever talking <laughs> about right. anyone else you can absolutely interrupt to talk about michelle yes. <laughs> Um, well, I first want to say that the
1: Michelle dancing storyline. What, what, what a, what a like a blossoming arc this is. So cute, blossoming like the blossoms on her pants.
0: Yes, and her, oh <laughs> uh, god, her outfits. That iconic towel wrap. Where did she get that? <laughs> I, I don't know, bro.
3: but I love it. <laughs> I thought it was just the her shawl that she was wearing like a towel. It's the same color, at least.
0: Mm. Oh, it looked like a towel.
3: <laughs> I agree. I know exactly what moment you're talking about, but I, that's just what I thought it was when I was watching again and trying to look at it. She well, yeah. it's so the same so one inspired
0: she by the uh, the runway fashion show that they did, that she put together this like iconic <laughs> garment.
3: Yes,
1: it's, it's category so versatile. Michelle. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I think um. We should end this podcast by just clapping for Michelle because those assholes (laughs) did not clap for her when she won. It's important to applaud Michelle, wake up every morning and give (laughs) Michelle a round of applause. That's That's what everyone's
3: clapping for at 7 (laughs) p.m. Michelle Fitzgerald said, please clap.
0: (laughs) Is there another one of those today?
3: I just, that's a lot of people make jokes about Oh.
0: I don't uh, know.
2: We're gonna edit um that uh, image of like the super, the Marvel superheroes bowing to the like medical workers, but we're gonna put Michelle in there.
3: <laughs> Real uh, super. Michelle is both the Marvel superheroes and the essential yeah. <laughs> workers.
1: I mean, um, people a few weeks talked about that like Tony had the greatest episode of all time, whatever. Let's just talk about the like 25 minutes Michelle had. Mm-hmm. First, she lands the coin flip. Following that. She, there was the wide, did you catch the wide shot of her dancing? Because yes. I, oh, yeah. I, everything about that shot, I'm just wondering like why they chose that. But I also liked it. And she's just like in the corner, really far away. <laughs> Jabberwalking. Oh, yeah. I don't understand. No. So then there was that. Then Michelle she gets voted
2: Michelle could votes. be a We have no way of knowing. <laughs> we don't. <Because laughs> they wear masks.
1: <laughs> then she continues to dance while getting the votes nullified. Then she yells at Nick, which I mean, peak moment. Um, then she uh I don't know there were someone fill in the gaps, but there was more dancing at the challenge. She wins the challenge, I mean,
2: um, lay out to Sarah how Sarah's not gonna win the game, that was great.
3: And she also was approached by Nick about his dumb fucking advantage.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, and she was, and Nick was like, "Well, the thing is, it eight fire tokens, and I only have six. And Michelle got to be like, "Oh, that's fine. I'll give you mine." Like she just has so she has so much cash, and like it's unfortunate that she doesn't have any social capital in the game, but she has a lot of capital, capital. <laughs> she does.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. It's just so gratifying. Even she's talked about it like. Michelle has gotten so many fire tokens from so many people this season. You just, you love it. It's great. And
1: um, oh, I forgot she had a reference to going in the bar in that twenty-five minutes too. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't trust her, her, her yeah, Uber driver. Yeah, she the
0: most important person in her life. Her her Uber driver takes her to the bar. <laughs> her I Uber
1: driver she... should have been at the loved ones visit.
0: <laughs>
2: With Kim Fitz, yes, that would have been her so family. So is her Uber
3: driver and her sister. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh.
2: I Um, I just love Michelle so much. (laughs) That's what this whole episode was about, how much I love Michelle.
3: There's actually a great coda on the Michelle dancing storyline where in the pre-tribal scramble the second time, there's a quick shot of Denise doing the dance that Michelle did Mm -hmm. at the tribal last time to Michelle, where she's, like, reenacting it, yeah. uh, which I think is just lovely.
2: It was. It was part of the, um, Denise is a threat package, and I think that was part of her threatening aura, was her ability to dance.
3: Anyone who channels Michelle is a threat. Exactly. That's As like we 20... said, you never know when the Fiji dance challenge will come back, so <laughs> if somebody's dancing on the beach, that's threatening, and you need to get rid of them. Right.
2: Yeah, we did... <laughs> Um speaking have of, Michelle, any of as these
0: always, people seen Survivor Fiji <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: they've seen a lot of Survivor Fiji Survivor Cook Islands too Fiji. yeah exactly maybe Parvati <laughs> I was trying to think of like who would have still been watching maybe I'm sure like Ewell and Parvati because like those conjoined seasons always like they were always buddy buddy with each other I feel like so I don't know or at least I don't know do f- seasons that film next to each other still have that sort of camaraderie or is that a bygone era
3: Derek, I not think... all seasons that are planned to be divided by race know each other. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, the
1: Dirty Thirty ruined that camaraderie. Yeah, like everyone the... they just wanted to be their own thing, and everyone after was like, "We don't like these other." The seasons, San Juan right. del Sur people were like, "We're not hanging out with them."
2: <laughs> As they should, because all of all of the twenty nine players were better players than all of the thirty players.
0: Wes Nail says hi. <laughs> uh,
2: an amazing chicken nugget eater and. Um, survivor player.
0: Okay, root to Karine, <laughs> but otherwise you're correct. Yeah,
2: Shirin can, can join I, the t-
1: group. I don't know if this is a hot take or not, and I'm going to get kicked off the podcast, but um, before the season, I was like, okay, you know, I think I'd rather Ben than Mike Holloway. I think I might change my mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, you, I think actually, I'm still with you,
0: actually. With, yeah. I really hate Mike Holloway.
1: <laughs> Mike Holloway, though. We could have gotten something
4: when he was. Do the happy dance!
0: Mike Holloway has the capability to win immunity challenges, which Ben does not. So right. he almost
1: won this week's
0: so even <laughs> with the
1: thirty
2: percent.
0: Yeah, but he didn't, and still has never won an immunity challenge. It's true.
2: Yeah, he was such yeah, somebody... a like a sad sack this episode. He's like, I never got a fire token. I never won immunity. Nobody likes me. <laughs> <He sounds laughs> I
1: think like his Rupert. voice is his voice is getting closer to Mike Holloway though. Actually, like getting <laughs> more so probably, badly. Badly over time.
0: It's literally so much for my dreams. (laughs) He has a permanent (laughs) bubble in
2: his throat, I think, at this point. (laughs) Poor poor thing. Poor Ben. But yeah, can we talk about how Michelle actually did save herself with that coin flip? By not playing it for
0: Jeremy? Wait, how? Oh yeah, Because she
2: would have gone home on the Revo.
3: If she had played it for Jeremy.
1: Well, yeah, specifically she just saved it by keeping it for herself. Right. An icon, a legend.
3: But if she had done it for Jeremy... I think that it would have it would have, it would be such a different moment, and she would have flipped it, and it would have flipped an additional time in the air, and Jeremy would have been not safe, and he still would have gone home. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because Michelle did the most bullshit flip in history. Yeah,
1: she flipped it once.
4: She would it's
1: like it's like when you just drop it onto the board, and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I got that number. Good for her. Yeah, yeah.
3: That, that's playing production because this advantage was dumb. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Jeff made sure he showed us three times that there was a safe and not safe side. Yes. <laughs> it was very hard to understand. Yeah.
0: I mean that's what they do on the genius, is that they like experiment with their materials to see if there's a shortcut or a way around it. And that's what Michelle did. hmm Because she is what? A genius.
2: Exactly. The
1: genius.
0: <laughs> she is what? The genius.
1: Yes. Nick
2: <laughs> calls himself wait
1: for a... this. <laughs> yeah. She is what? Bandage Opa.
0: <laughs> yes, she's a Jabberwocky. She's Bandage Opa. Basically, okay. any Asian person that wears a mask. No, she's the
1: dealer. We stand the dealer from Dealer, dealer No Duna? Deal.
0: Yeah, Dealer <laughs> Duna. <laughs> she's yeah, she's how it, she's the dealer from Dealer No
2: Duna. That's what I thought you were saying. Oh, the banker. That's his she's bank. banker. <laughs> The banker. She's, she, she's any the She's the say face is obscured is actually secretly Michelle Fitzgerald. Well, yeah. now so, I want that to be Bandage Opa. <laughs> he just oh, bandage!
4: Over. over that's what you're saying.
2: I forgot that was a whole part of the genius. I've yeah. Anything not involving cumbrong, uh, I just kind of block out about the genius.
0: Big same, big same. <laughs> okay.
3: Michelle um, today or maybe yesterday posted an Instagram ad for Bumble. Uh, mm, so she's I, well on her way to becoming a model. So maybe in the next iteration of dealer No Deal, she be, she'll be one of the ladies holding mm, the briefcases. will so join Brenda. <laughs> oh. Yes, exactly.
0: Meghan Markle, um, who?
3: <laughs> Meghan, oh yeah, I forgot. Wait, she was one of the briefcase women? Yeah, yeah she was. Meghan well, Markle was? Or Brenda? Yes. Oh. Bre- well, Brenda Lowe was also. Yeah. Who knew it was such a, a step to stardom.
0: Brenda Lowe is my princess of England.
1: <laughs> the twentieth, 21st century star search is a uh, deal or no deal. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much um, anymore, maybe. I. I feel like it's not being uh, memed or talked about enough, but Jeremy's face as Michelle is debating playing <laughs> the coin for him. Like, why is one
0: even talking about that?
1: Yes, yeah, his eyes go so wide. It was so funny. I love Jeremy so
2: much.
0: <laughs> Me too. I yes
2: said peace, sweet prince. And yeah, <laughs> we talked about Michelle as a genius, but Nick also called himself a genius in the episode he gets voted out of, which was um, very gratifying.
0: Yeah, it was great because I felt like Denise was going to go just because good things don't happen this season but it's yeah. also hard to see nick not going when he says that he's a genius and he's totally in control and this is the best spot he's been in in the game so far <laughs> yeah. like yeah. i was try- i was trying to I have mean, hope because we know that those are kiss of death confessionals but it's also as especially as soon as he was the first vote read like i was like oh it's denise definitely uh-huh. the amount in the of best hyperbole
1: spot Yeah, I was gonna say he was in the best spot all season for us because he was close to going home. Yeah, (laughs) a lot of it.
3: It I mean, he must have no perception of like where he's been in the game because like, I can think of moments where he's been in much better positions than where he was. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know how people are so bluffed by Tony and Sarah. Ugh.
2: Except Michelle, Michelle is like she knows exactly what's going and on. Yeah, and Kim, yeah, I mean Denise knows what's going on, but she's not
0: this, this using it to care. her.
2: Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> use it to her actual advantage. She's just like, yes, I am in this. Maybe final.
0: Denise is like the greatest firemaker of all time, and just Could doesn't be. even want to say it to to the cameras.
1: Maybe. I was thinking, like, did they just? Did Tony and Sarah just pick the perfect? goat shield in a way because one like ben is so bad in terms of not wanting to talk to anybody he's not working with that i'm i imagine for people on the bottom when tony and sarah come and approach them and actually engage with them they're like oh my god at least i have a chance with this person whereas ben just yeah. totally shuts these people out that he's hey. always and that's why he's a target every single week for them that i think that it's protecting them
2: how dare you ignore Ben's efforts to connect with Michelle by turning her against her own <laughs> ally <laughs> very transparently. Yeah,
1: you're right. You're right. He's really building, building relationships with the minority there. Just but.
2: you watch Austin. Just you watch. He's going to ask
1: for it.
0: There uh. wasn't a, a particularly dumb Ben moment that I feel like was underrated. Like my mom and Kevin, who I was watching with, didn't catch it. Uh, but it was Sarah saying um so all we have to do is convince ben that this is his idea and then literally the next scene is ben being like (laughs) okay so here's my idea fully
1: (laughs) incepted yeah (laughs) that was stupid (laughs) yeah it's the kind of thing where like i feel like the season has been partially ruined by ben making it so far however separately from that i am enjoying watching ben just get roasted every single week
0: yeah just knowing that he has no chance of winning makes me feel a lot better
1: Mm-hmm. this is true yeah and
2: i'm glad they've moved on from shitting on poor adam it feels like we didn't yeah. see him in this episode
1: Well, hey it was a good night for adam because i don't know if you guys noticed this but in the in the season recap thing i, I wrote this <laughs> like, down unprecedented There's a gameplay. gameplay that's unprecedented <laughs> adam getting stuck it was
0: like, yes, yeah they, like, they, they didn't say a high level power. They said it's the just... gameplay has never gone that low before. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're right. That's true. That's good. Good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that um, package wasn't as inspiring as they thought it would be when they're like unprecedented gameplay. And it's like just like a series of like very kind of straightforward boots plus Sophie going out is like, yep, this has been a OK season for strategy, I guess. There
0: certainly were people getting voted out of the game.
2: yeah. I had another it felt
1: question like,
2: which was oh go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it felt very much like I feel like it was at Micronesia where they tried to pretend like every vote was a blind side, even though not all of them were but it's, I,
0: Micronesia can do whatever it wants.
2: Well <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely like one season for sure where it was like every other or every single vote was billed as a blind side, even though like maybe one or two actually were blind sites
1: Yeah, I can't believe they faked it. Eric actually knew he was going out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was completely obvious.
1: Right. Um, but yeah, awesome. Micronesia,
0: we're... with the highest rate of gays of any season, can it's do true. whatever it wants well,
2: until I mean, game changers. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I mean, we had think... three gays on one tribe together, and it, it didn't end well.
0: <laughs> I don't remember.
2: It was Zeke, uh, Ty, and game You game Shall game game Not Be Named. <laughs>
0: I don't Why know. Why do we have to have
2: so many he who shall not be names from Australian <laughs> Outback?
0: who that is.
2: It's fine. <laughs> uh, it's the other GIF.
1: He survived shame. <laughs> He's writing a book. Uh, <laughs> His last
3: name's...
0: <laughs> My brain, Jeff Kent.
3: <laughs> yes. Jim, you Jim got it. You nailed it. You got Jim it. Kids. Famous gay. Miss Welchel ended him. Yes. But Austin, what were you going to say? I was gonna say that I was trying to think
1: of what the best episode of the season has been, and I, I don't know the Maybe answer. Swap. Like, uh,
3: yeah,
2: swap yeah, swap was swap. a good one for Michelle. Like that was fun, which it was got that an,
3: episode like, where they didn't have a, a, an Edge of Extinction segment. Yeah, uh, I like I, 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 it was definitely that one. It oh, was, was that, that the swap sw- one with yeah, wait, it was who, one of the swap who, episodes when when Boston Rob went out. That was... It, was it was either when Boston Rob went out or when Parvati and Sandra went out.
1: Yeah. I think the boss and Robin was the one with all the Wendell-Michelle stuff in, like, the, the first iteration of it and Parvati and Michelle's beach conversation, so. That was also great. That's yeah. probably right. I mean, I think the Adam episode was fun. I and...
0: thought the premiere was great.
2: But, yeah, I would never, ever put any of these, I guess, in, like, my greatest of all. T- like, it would not crack, like, top 25 episodes or anything.
3: I thought the lighting was really neat. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did
2: like the music this episode. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> the Great subs, towel the cap-
4: dresses.
3: The captions were really easy to read. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um. So yeah, any um, any other thoughts about the events of this double episode? Before we maybe de- delve into Edgic, if we're so allowed.
4: Ugh. I, have to. I mean, <laughs> just to prepare you, Lita. It's, it's very there's funny not funny. much. There's
2: not much to talk about. So. <laughs>
0: okay um i'm um, thrilled that nick wilson is having a bad time watching uh-huh. this season
2: <laughs> yeah that had to have hurt watching him having your episode the double episode would be here's the vote that like guaranteed that you would leave next and here's you then getting voted out for it
0: yeah
1: that's um hurt. i had a I, I did denise is she going by mama d now <laughs> There we go oh, from yeah. mama c to mama d yeah. Big
0: Mama D energy.
1: And
2: she's not a tattoo gal, but she is a goofy gal on Twitter.
0: But now she has is a tattoo gal. Now.
2: Are they not endure them. and let go? Are yeah. they on the palms of her hands or wherever? <laughs> on her wrist. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping for knuckle tats. That would be cool.
3: <laughs> she had to go by. She had to be Mama D because Keith Nail's wife is already Big, big D. D. Big so D. She had to She had to go Bring for the, Mama. Does she know Thunder D? <laughs> Big Mama Thunder D and double D <laughs>
0: Mary Fuck Kill
2: double D <laughs> double yeah D. oh yeah we need to have like a season of the D's
1: C's versus D's
0: <laughs> and it's Mama C and who else uh C from Panama C
2: from um Millennials Sia, versus R-C? Sierra
0: R C Saint Amour yeah. G-C.
2: Yeah, G.C. the original game changer Siri Yes, Siri, that counts.
3: Who is Siri? Siri. Siri. Siri
0: plays survivor.
2: Siri feeds. Are, Rob C. Yep. Rob C, yeah. This is true. See, that was easy. We <laughs> already got that. our Brit seal put exactly. together.
3: Yep. Oh my god. I think that's so. all
2: I got. That's yeah. all you got, Sam? Any uh, concluding thoughts on this double boot episode?
3: Um, I mean, I usually two-hour episodes of Survivor are something I look forward to, but I really dragged my feet rewatching this episode. Like, I this episode was so boring and just like not entertaining in almost any part of it to me. For and yourself. I except yeah. right exactly. I mean, there are good things about it, but it's just like this is not what i want to watch
2: (laughs) it's it's tough to watch like a solid three have their solid their fourth who is willing to vote with them pretty solidly too in the final seven and six votes so
1: yeah it's tough i feel like (laughs) nick nick said well the one thing nick said was like this is a season of where it's been more about social relationships and i was like since when? <laughs> like, where's that been? No, this was the um, season
2: of pre of game of relationships before the game, like yeah, Wendell told yeah, us. That's true.
3: Yeah. I I blame CBS for a lot of this for not giving more time. So I'm kind of
1: blameless.
3: I blame every everyone in charge for giving Edge of Extinction another shot. Yeah. Hopefully. I can only I can only hope. Like Andrea has that quote where she was like. People out on the beach would be like, I think this is going to be a really good season. And I was out there being like, guys, the fans are going to hate this season. (laughs) So I hope that someone out there on the beach was prescient enough to know that this is not what we wanted. Was she talking about
0: Redemption Island or Caramoan Or Game Game Changers?
3: changers. She was was a game specifically, but... Oh my god, poor Andrea. I know, they bring her out there when they know the season's gonna be bad.
0: Oh, I I love her so much. It
3: sucks because each of
2: those seasons would be way better if she were the winner of each of them.
0: Me about every season.
3: Right. (laughs) Any she.
2: Yes, Exactly. (laughs) But um, yeah, I feel like if any of them Michelle cause she seems like she's like in the Sandra spot where she's like trying to plead with these people like don't you see the signs like stop letting Tony and Sarah do this to you idiots. But
3: our sassy jersey girl oh, is gonna another,
4: put on top. Another
0: yep. couple of uh, contestants for the C season, every Sierra. Don Thomas, yeah. Easton, oh, and... and most importantly, Reed.
4: Yes.
1: <laughs> Did we get Cece? I said From CC, the, yeah. Okay, you got CC, yeah.
0: Wow, another Cecilia? person that I truly had to cull the depths of my brain to remember.
1: Yeah. Um, the, we didn't talk about Edge, but, which I don't... Let's I mean, keep it that way. Just, also, just yeah. like the show, just like the show better without an Edge segment, but yeah, I was surprised Sam didn't bring up
3: Amber. Amber. Look...
0: There's no edging allowed on this podcast.
3: <laughs> um, I'm happy that Natalie had 14... Uh, <laughs> fire tokens she got eight of them in this episode so it's not even like
2: Jesus.
3: she got like uh, uh, fire tokens are so dumb to me i can't believe this is the last fire token thing they're gonna do they this didn't whole season
0: matter <laughs> they, yeah.
3: they didn't matter but like why it was all building to this thing where nick bought something to disadvantage one person in an immunity challenge sandra bought a fire of an immunity idol pre-merge for one fire token in <laughs> now at the final six nick is buying a single person being disadvantaged in one immunity challenge for eight what what is the thinking <laughs> what yeah. what is what is, what, is, what was the intention behind this twist the,
0: the the one thing about that is that like i it is annoying that people are like Oh, Natalie's being rewarded for being the first one voted out because she had all this time or whatever. And it's like, she did get all eight of, she got eight of these in this episode. So it's like, yeah, I guess she had an advantage because she knew the island better, but like anybody could have gotten this.
3: I loved Tyson She's become being one like, the island. yeah. yeah. <laughs> she knows I, it's a right own She's, he said, like I watch her twist and turn with the island. The it person. was beautiful. <laughs> That's all of us. She's, oh.
0: she's that um island lady from the end of Moana.
3: Exactly.
2: <laughs> or she's um the wheel from Lost. <laughs> oh, or the For... mother
3: from Lost. Sure. She's the smoke monster from Lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. she's
0: the other thing from Lost. Mm-hmm. We all said yep. one. So. <laughs>
3: Natalie Anderson is a polar bear
2: yes <laughs> exactly um, um so do we want to give plugs before we maybe go into edgic or why, maybe so I, don't? Can leave? I mean uh, <laughs> we'll see i'm like i said this is going to be a very paltry edgic moment
3: i feel okay um, yeah. Uh, yeah Lita. where can people find you yeah. online
0: uh, people can find me on Twitter.com at LitaTweeted. I am private right now, but if you request to follow me, I will uh, accept it. Think about it. But, I'll yeah, think I'll, think, think, about it. I'll think about it. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at LitaGrammed.
1: Mm-hmm. And Austin? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at AustinTatious, which is my name, A U S C I N. T a c i o u s s. There's two s's because some idiot took (laughs) ostentatious years ago and never even tweeted. So uh, screw that. Unbelievable. Um, But uh, we really have to find you a better
3: Twitter handle.
0: We really do. (laughs)
3: Uh, I don't know. You let me know if you have ideas. If you if you're listening, you have ideas too. Austin B Trump does not exist right now, which I think is.
1: (laughs) Austin
3: B Trump. I already told you I don't like my middle name.
4: Austin Rob taken. (laughs) Austin Austin
1: Roberts. Austin Rob would be good. <laughs> i can at least make that my twitter like name I, I was thinking last night i was like it's a shame that i don't do the the bro from squirrel hill of things considering my affinity for puns
0: oh yeah i already have my next one now that i'm such a star wars fan i'm gonna be berlinium falcon
1: Ooh, that's but so i have to wait until jada
0: essence hall actually wins uh because <laughs> i need to be lita essence hall until then
3: there you go. Um,
4: like Austin yeah, Rob there
3: for... does not exist. Austin Rob is loading, but oh, Austin Rob <laughs> actually does already exist, so you can't oh, take no. that one. Uh, Probably a Rob
0: that. from Austin. It's yeah. Boston Rob's evil Southern counterpart. <laughs> <laughs> like Just, we're
1: looking for new contestants.
2: <laughs> oh, wait, is Boston Rob not evil? <laughs> I feel like Austin Rob <laughs> is like the nicer version, maybe. Uh,
1: no, uh, there was some someone. Andy Herron said that, or no, someone said that Boston Rob was a Gryffindor. I don't know. I was like, I don't agree with
3: that at all. Andy Heron recently came out with a very controversial uh, list of the Survivor contestants. Hogwarts ben is houses. a squib. Ben is a squib was made at all worth it.
2: <laughs> Andy also put Mariah Balenciaga, a.k.a. Mariah Paris, a.k.a. Mariah Successful, way too low on his ranking of the All-Stars 5 cast, so dead to me.
0: Anything below number three is too low because yep. that's where she is for me yeah.
2: mm-hmm. same
1: here um, anyway my twitter name is being debated but you can find me there for now uh <laughs> for all of the gay content because these straights nope. don't understand Mm-mm. and uh also as we head into the long night if you uh, want more survivor then uh, watch survivor maryland you'll have a good time yeah and, and i don't know lita and potentially sam and derek also will be potentially podcasting about Morbid soon unclear
0: Yeah, I have had like a really insane uh, couple of work weeks, as I mentioned uh, before we started recording, but Mm -hmm. uh, it will be way, way better now. uh, Yesterday and the day before were the virtual retreat that I was planning. So now that it's over, uh, my work will go back to normal. So Terrapin Trials is on the docket.
1: I think Terrapin Trials was on the docket.
0: Whatever. (laughs) Dustin Glory (laughs) on the docket.
1: We're yes. rewatching the rewatch. We're just Hell, commenting yeah. about our podcast.
0: Exactly. We're gonna rewatch. That'd be great. Uh, Terrapi- so. No. Guts and Glory. Katie on is on the docket.
1: Yes. Katie so on you can, docket. Katie on the docket. You yes. can find the seasons on YouTube, and you can find me and Lita, and at times Sam and Derek on the YouTube as well. Just search it. I don't know. You'll find it.
3: Yeah, okay. we appeared on two recaps for the your first season of podcasting, and it was really fun. We got to talk to Victoria mm. herself um, on the finale recap, which was awesome. Yes, a highlight of my life, I must say.
1: <laughs> it means a lot.
2: <laughs> yes, good, I'm glad. Um, and y- y'all can find me at Reindeerix, like a reindeer, but then EKS at the end uh, on Twitter. I'm also derining101 on Instagram. Um, I was doing a good job of not, like, sending too many song- like songs from Spotify on my Insta story. But um, this last week, I kind of broke, you know, fell off the wagon, so... Sorry about that.
3: (laughs) I wanted to ask, when you do that, are you just, like, saying I'm listening to this, or are you saying you should listen to this? Both. (laughs) I
2: think everyone should always be listening to everything I like and not listen to the things I don't like. Fair. Maybe that's just me, but, you know. (laughs) Um, Good to know. Yes. Uh, Sam, do you want to do the honors of plugging our uh, show or our podcast twitter or
3: absolutely well i'm at sam stanish everywhere instagram Mm -hmm. and twitter uh i'm hilarious and cute um and you should follow me on both platforms because i am the rare combination of being a funny hot uh it's been a long time (laughs) coming but i it's all true have earned it and i it's it's mine to take home Uh, Has been
0: bequeathed
3: yeah upon you Mm -hmm. Um, And you can follow this podcast at Pod on Twitter. We don't really do the Instagram thing at this time, uh, but maybe eventually for now we're a Twitter pod. Uh, And you can also follow my other podcast, Word on the Straits, that I do about straight culture with my best friend Joe. Uh, We talk about... All those things straight people do. You just uh, talk about me and Danny on loop. Yeah, <laughs> uh, word on those straights. Word on yeah those Baltimore straights. Uh, and I you can follow that podcast word on the at word on the Straits, str8s on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Um. So uh.
2: Do I like Lita? We've talked about your thoughts on Edgic before, right? Haven't we? Or we know she doesn't like
4: it. I hate right. it.
2: Right um austin what are your thoughts
0: if you want to know what happens just oh sorry <laughs>
4: um <laughs> I, Please, my, let my thoughts speak. on edic
0: are if you want to know what happens just look up spoilers why are you trying so hard
1: lena right. what was your thought on the cpp four edit for michelle this week actually probably five, Definitely Bye. five. <laughs> uh, my thoughts are that i view editing as more of an art than a science so i don't do the like counting game Mm -hmm. but it's impossible to watch survivor at this point and not understand what editing generally entails and who is being set up to have a story so i don't mind talking about it right
2: um so i guess (laughs) since we have someone who really hates edgic um i don't know do we even want to like but i feel like sam and i have been on the same page for a while here um in terms of how we're kind of just resigned to a Tony win at this point, just looking at the edit. But um, I don't know. What is everyone's thoughts on this, I guess?
1: Can I ask Lita a question? Yeah. yeah. Would you prefer a Tony or Sarah win? Tony. Okay. That's the right answer, but... I, don't
0: think <laughs> I mean, if we if you have two cops and one is a confirmed Trump supporter and one is not, then, like,
3: it's <laughs> One's a one one is is probably a Trump supporter. <laughs>
2: hey, he has a tribal tattoo. He could be different.
0: Oh my God, um, I I deeply hate them both, but Tony has not posted pictures of his child at a Trump rally, and that is or with Trump, whatever. I don't, I can't remember. Either way, I hate Tony. Uh, but being a woman does not cancel out being a Trump supporter in terms of how much I hate these people. Right?
2: Yeah, I think I don't know. It's like I feel like Tony is just like barreling towards the end without any competition, because it's like. When you look at everyone else, it's like, who else do you think could even win it if not for someone on Edge? Right. Although Sam will fight you on this, I think.
1: (laughs) Michelle on the Edge of Extinction? Um, I think
0: Michelle has gotten enough content that it's possible, and we know that everybody on the jury likes her. But see, you're shaking your head, and this is why, like, I don't care. I don't want to hear this. I still have hope, and you guys don't, which means I'm having more fun. I know you don't want to hear it.
3: I'm just disagreeing. And if you want my thoughts on that, which I know you don't. But I'm not, I don't want to keep having this argument because it's been the same since the premiere. It's fine. Right. Uh, um... But I agree with Derek. Like, there's no one really that could stack up to Tony's edit at this point. Like, uh, like I guess the closest could would be, like, Sarah. But even then, she's had so little going on in her, like edit in like personal uh personally and just like we we don't really see her very frequently like as frequently especially in the earlier part where there were more people obviously uh so unless natalie anderson comes back from edge of extinction and like has a chris underwood-esque finale episode which i mean i guess is like i mean it's i
1: uh, i don't even know what i want out of this natalie did anymore. have the best finale of all time in san juan del sur so it's yeah. not impossible huh? The, can I just ask, and maybe Lee does want to, does not want to hear this, but why, from an editing perspective, does Michelle not have a shot? Like, I get from a game perspective, it seems remarkably unlikely.
2: I think, um, I guess not to speak for Sam, but, like, uh, she very much has, like, all, she checks all the boxes of a um, runner-up or, like, some a robbed goddess, and, like, very few of the, like, winner checks are checked off for her, I would say. Like, we see a lot of her, but it's not the things you want the winner to be
3: having. There's just no way we would see her be unsure of herself or, mm-hmm. like, like they wouldn't talk about her previous season in the way that they did on the episode if they, like, if she was going to win this. Like, it just doesn't make sense. From the premiere, she's been, like, clearly edited to be out of the loop. And even if she, like, like, obviously she actually is, but, like, she's been edited like Aubrey was in her first season where she's been shown to be, like, really in her head and unsure of herself throughout this whole thing. So it's just, like, it doesn't. Add up. None of her storylines have any fallout. Like the Wendell stuff didn't pay off whatsoever. So like it's it's just not very cohesive, so it doesn't make sense that she would win. Right. But it, yeah. it didn't have
1: clothes out because it didn't like it didn't resolve in that, but I feel like she did comment on it. Like there, there, there was no fallout to make out or to, to make up. And <laughs> they didn't make <laughs> out, so
4: she can't win. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I agree. Uh, Austin, she did get to say, like, after like, why did you guys leave me out? I was on board. Like, I don't know. Like, to yeah. me, it's like if it's not Tony. Which I think it is. But if it is not Tony, I'm thinking like maybe Sarah, maybe Michelle. And it's like, yeah, and maybe Natalie. Like those three, I would say if it isn't Tony, then that's probably the group we should be looking at. But I don't know. Like at this point, I'm only looking for like flaws in Tony's edit. And all I can think of is like, I feel like, like this episode really illustrated it. But it's been happening a lot where it's like the beginning of this episode, Tony was all about we need to keep Jeremy in if we don't keep Jeremy and the hyenas are going to come for us and then that just never comes up again. And then he votes out Jeremy and we don't get any explanation for why he changed his mind. And it's like, I feel like that happened to eat like these last three episodes. Jeremy's been like in talks. It's like Tony starts the episode wanting Jeremy to either stay or go. And then by the end of the episode, he does the exact opposite of what he said at the beginning of the episode. And it's like, I don't know. I'm That's all I can think of it. It's like, maybe he really is the Rick Devons and maybe Natalie Anderson is our Chris Underwood. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like if Tony goes out at four, then this is the same edit he would get still because he's a huge character and is doing a lot and driving a lot of the game. But the, I just, I guess like for me, the Michelle last season storyline, isn't that different from the Sarah criminal to cop or cop to criminal storyline where it's like, what is a winner, especially someone who had a flaw in their first seasons or whatever, and Michelle won, but still was seen. Like, right. I feel like it would make sense for them to validate that. I just don't think she's going to win because it doesn't seem like she's going to win. But I I don't see what we would see that was that different because they also couldn't edit her being in control because right. she hasn't.
2: Been, yeah, you know? like, it's like, how do you edit and, the per- person who's, like, literally been on the wrong side of the votes, like, at every vote since the yeah. swap? Like, it's,
1: You make them a feisty underdog, which I feel like is what she's gotten, but that also usually does result in, like, the Wentworth spot. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's tough.
3: I guess we'll see. We'll know by this time next week who takes home the $2 million prize. Yes, and we will find out in a Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: God. Can I ask one other
1: question, editing-ish-wise, but it's also sort of game-wise? Like, but with Tony and... I know we haven't talked about Tony and Sarah and, like, do we want to? I don't know. But the there's all these... Especially this week, there was a lot of them... Of, like, first Tony says, I'm gonna have to blindside you, man, like, as kind of a joke. And then right. later he says, You're my partner, I will lose to you and nobody else. And then Sarah later says, like, I want to beat the best, which I guess implies she wants to go to the end with him. But and like, they
2: say tiebreaker as, like, yeah, this is the, yeah, tiebreaker the tiebreaker season, so it's like, Yeah, I could see that. So, like, is it just setting up for any outcomes? Like, Tony she and get Sarah Trish tie confirmed. Five? Right. Yeah. That's what is. I was like, if Ghost Island hadn't just happened, like, I could see this people being like, oh my gosh, it's going to be a Tony and Sarah tie, and Ben's going to vote for the winner of the two or whatever. No, Troy Zan
0: breaks
2: the tie. Yeah. Troy Zan always <laughs> breaks the tie. It's true. This, like,
3: um, I mean, this is also going back to just like a common edited occurrence. Like, the winner is always, sh- I mean, pretty frequently shown to have a tight duo with someone, and Sarah is Tony's. Or Tony is Sarah's. Like, who kn- Or Parvati is Natalie's. Like, yeah. They are nice so is
0: Natalie's <laughs> they are
2: yeah that was yeah i don't know it's like why are they so close just because they're both blood versus water winners <laughs> I, I think
1: That's so fine. it's the seasons the seasons that are two after each other those mm, are the
2: yeah. ones that they gone. skipped over <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah blood versus water cast did not want to associate with Kageon or whatever
4: uh,
1: i just uh tony and jeremy like that was fun but i just want it made me want tony and cast back
2: Oh my gosh, I just want Cass back. (laughs)
1: That's true. Yeah, we could
2: use Cass. Please, we really want Heroes versus Villains, too. That's all we really actually want. The fans. So that
0: Cass can be a hero?
2: Yes. Cass and Chrissy and Angelina are the heroes. (laughs) I love that. Yes. (laughs) I don't know how you could see it any other way. Chrissy. Millet to Chrissy, isn't that what you
3: said? Yes. And Um... also Christy Smith is also a hero <laughs> and we just needed a fifth iconic woman to round out this hero's tribe can well, we ask chris our... T as well christy
2: chris T.
3: <laughs> oh i thought you said <laughs> derek is like who is that <laughs> i thought you said chris d like chris docker oh. yeah,
0: he's that's... gonna oh. be
2: on the d tribe.
0: i thought you said christy it wasn't there. Oh, Krista is who I was thinking of, which is the <laughs> oh. answer to the most iconic woman, Krista from Pearl Islands.
3: The five iconic that, women for the second Heroes Tribe: and oh Angelina, <laughs> I, Krista, I didn't Christy rice. Smith, and uh, I don't even remember who. Oh, it's <laughs> Cass, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: um, that all sounds great to me. Um so yeah I guess I guess that sums up Edgic for us unless you guys have really burned... I guess these
0: five women really sum up Edgic yeah. for us. It does
2: to me. It's <laughs> it speaks to how little I actually care about Edgic this season at this point and would much rather talk about hypothetical seasons made up entirely of iconic women. <laughs> season D's. The season the D's.
3: <laughs> Letters
2: at <laughs> war. Yeah. I love it letters apart except they're not letters apart they're right next to each
3: other <laughs> Survivor ABCs
2: mm-hmm. um, so yeah uh, usually now we talk about Drag Race but I didn't watch any of the episodes last How night did I?
0: Um, okay Celebrity was really fun
2: I heard these last two weeks have been good and I need why to watch they, both of them why did
3: they air the bad episode first yeah. why, that, like, why did they do this I have no Just idea because but I, last
0: night's episode was so good uh, the actual reasons? Drag Race was who was what?
2: We were like the mentor queens this episode.
0: It was Bob again, um, <laughs> Nina West, and, um, Kim and Kim Chi. Oh,
2: okay. That's what I'm thinking. It's like, maybe they put that one first because it had the, it had Trixie, Bob, and Monet, and they're all three winners, but it's That's like,
0: probably why, yeah. Uh, but it was really fun. The actual episode is not that great, but while I was watching the episode, I was just thinking like, it's such a relief that, except for, um, like weird all-star rule things like if a season of drag race has amazing queens and i love the cast it will be a good season right. Like i was just watching this being like i'm going to end up liking this season literally no matter what because these queens are great and that's what the show is about whereas something like survivor you're just like even if you start with a great cast or end with a great cast even if you love the winner you can still end up hating the season
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, compare the final sixes jada essence hall Gigi good to tony sarah michelle.
2: exactly uh, and drag race wins except I, it was a weird cherry like, pie with michelle and it's the perfect drag race season
1: this is this is not a spoiler, but Rue basically was like, I just wanna say like U six are some of the greatest we ever had, blah blah blah, which like I don't know. I haven't seen all of Drag Race, but I was on board with that. But I mean, it was just yeah. a weird thing to do it after like one of the weaker challenges for them.
0: Yeah, but he said like I wish it could be U Six forever and I was like, I <laughs> Well, sure. I I kind of also wish that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. I mean, I'm very, very, very down for uh all an All Stars run for Heidi, for um Widow, even though she's not part of the six, but I really yeah. want at least those two, for sure, to be on in All-Stars. Jada won't be on there because she's winning, but... Hey,
3: yeah. if Vivi can do to.
1: it, Jada can do it. Yeah, that's true. The, um, the, the Endurance Challenge in Drag Race was longer than the Endurance Challenge two weeks ago in Survivor, so...
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the Endurance right. Challenge in Drag Race?
1: The the 17 Minute
2: Variety Show?
0: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> that was the... They had to endure the... the
1: Queen's doing poorly they on this. They literally edited it like an endurance. You'll you'll see what it yeah.
0: you'll I'm say, excited. Yeah. I'm thrilled. Yeah,
3: I'm ready something. to watch.
0: <laughs> but yeah. definitely watch Celebrity. It was very fun, and I knew who all three celebrities were, and like all of them.
2: Really? Yes. That's been the big thing. Like I know I didn't watch last week's, but Vanessa Williams. At least I know her. I didn't know anyone.
0: I didn't know that the that other two people on that one. Was I uh,
3: have looked at the spoilers of who the last three are, and it's a good trio.
0: Okay. But yeah, last night's was really, really great slubs.
3: They did a commercial with the like all the for All
1: Stars Five, and that they're having some twist or new rules or something. did the, yeah. is that known? What those are?
0: It's not. It's All-Star out
2: there.
1: It's... The information out. Yeah, is out the there spoilers the are is. out there. But I don't want to know like spoilers, but, like game format. Is it? The format is different. I will say. Do that. we
0: like it? Don't tell me what it is, but does it suck? It's
2: interesting i don't know how much i like it more than the current rules but it's certainly a change <laughs> I don't you know. put them into two tribes and then they compete I mean, <laughs> there's a certain aspect to it that i find interesting i will say it's like not don't expect it to be like completely different but okay. it is a different well i don't like all star format. rules
0: so i'm fine with this
2: yeah um i don't know it'll be interesting as long as shay Kule is there i'm fine with whatever happens True, and as long as she wins,
0: and Jujubee, Shakila and Jujubee
3: Jujubee. Jujubee are gonna make it to the top three once again. I'm so thrilled. I hope. I really, really want Jujubee to also not win a challenge this season because I just love her
2: so much that she needs to have the iconic. Person who has made the finals three times and still never wins a challenge because it <laughs> just makes her more iconic.
3: That yeah. is the trivia question I got right to win a shirt at Club Coming the final time we were allowed to legally go to a drag race viewing party.
1: Whoa. Oh.
0: I, love
3: I love that. Club
1: Is that the name? <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that like the same down. place where you lost the trivia question because you just could not remember Sasha Valor's name? No. <laughs>
3: But that also did happen. <laughs> uh, it is Club Cumming. It's Alan Cumming's Club. I love Club uh, that. that makes sense.
2: Austin's straight sensibilities were um shook by this name. <laughs>
0: yeah, Austin's about to ask who Alan Cumming is. I can hear it.
1: <laughs> we don't need to. I, know, I only know Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. It was a joke. It was a joke. Not Whoopi. funny. Whoopi, I thought, was a great joke. She
0: was great. Like, yeah.
1: one of the best ones I've seen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. She, she seemed to read Jeff Goldblum for filth without even knowing because she made a comment that's like, I don't know about that, so I'm not going to say anything about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
2: Rachel Bloom <laughs> was so funny. As someone who's never watched an episode yeah. of my, uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend in my life, she was hilarious. Crazy
0: Ex-Girlfriend yeah. is great.
4: She was great.
1: Good. I felt like Whoopi actually had, like, actual advice to give people that helped yeah. them, which
3: is yeah. unusual.
2: Just like Nicki Minaj. That's
3: well, yes. true. <laughs> Nicki Minaj's Drag Race is going to be so iconic.
2: I'm so so, yes, that, yeah, love her. Um, well, uh, shall we say goodbye to us? Yeah, thanks to the Barbs and the Bitter Judies who have been listening um, and joining us. I can only assume Austin and Lee, there are equal parts Bitter Judy and Barb. Yeah,
0: so. that's what bisexual means. Mm-hmm. The two Bs. Yeah,
3: LGBT. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. LGBT. <laughs> B LGBT stands for Bitter Judy and Barb.
3: Yes, <laughs> collectively.
1: L-G-B-J-A-B-B-T. Mm-hmm. Just, just add the plus.
2: The plus, uh, yes. <laughs> That's under the plus umbrella. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Barb's are queer. True.
0: And valid
4: um,
3: So, also before we go, would love it if people would rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It yeah. really helps us out. I don't I'll really. Know. One, I'll give this one a five. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. <laughs>
2: yeah i don't know if it actually does help us out but everyone else says it helps them
3: out so it must uh, help us out we just don't know how <laughs>
2: exactly
0: you guys uh, don't get the checks in the mail every time you get a five-star review?
4: i mean
3: don't tell derek about it
4: that's <laughs> <laughs> fair
1: well thanks for having me on i mean yeah I guess thanks, thanks for, having for joining on too. but she might have just hated this two hours so
0: god i I'll speak for yourself
1: um I'm glad that we, I, I don't know, was it worth us waiting for the, we were like yeah, waiting for the great episode to talk behind about? Behind the
2: scenes, um, Austin and Lita were, we had them like uh, on, Katie on the docket for a few episodes, but they we just Katie kept pushing it docket? back because we kept saying, oh, this <laughs> we this week's episode wasn't that great, and so. Well,
0: I, I had to request to be pushed because I refused to talk about the Loved Ones <laughs> episode. I too. usually love the Loved Ones episode, I just uh can't. I just can't with children
3: yeah. they t- attempted to negotiate up but they unfortunately negotiated sideways
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. lateral move no Nick went home that's great
3: yeah, yeah. that's true and oh, we got wait.
2: Michelle wait, wait. yay
1: Michelle <laughs> yay Michelle. You, Michelle did you say Katie on the docket yeah that was oh, a my. joke
2: Lita made earlier a callback
1: I didn't hear the docket one. I, I oh that. brother <laughs> oh yeah she did say that I'm an idiot <sighs> We stand a callback.
2: Yeah, uh, clearly we do. Clearly.
1: <laughs> clearly. Clearly. <laughs> it's fine. I'm
2: like basically the rest of development of my uh, friends group, you know. I'm always making these callbacks not everyone gets. It's fine.
3: There's so much going on in the background of your shot.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> 2020, no touching.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um, well, hopefully we can have... You guys on again, and hopefully, we can talk to Lita more about this Star Wars deep dive she's doing.
0: (laughs) I. I literally don't want to talk about anything except Star
1: Wars. (laughs) Thank you. Welcome to my world. Are you still going? What are you deep diving into now?
0: No, I just never have, like, talked about it publicly. All I do is tell everybody that I have now seen every single Star Wars movie. Well, yeah.
3: (laughs) I I need to rewatch Rise of Skywalker. And when I do that, we can come and reconvene and talk about how much I hate that movie. I'm down to do that. Is that the last one? Yeah, episode nine. I'm
4: also
0: hating that movie. I feel like... We can, in the Survivor off-season, if you guys want to do a mini or something where we are bitter duties about Star Wars, my opinions I, are different I, from everyone's. So I would love, I love to that. talk about it. Yes, We only like to
1: talk about Episode 6, aka all of the movies.
0: Every movie to <laughs> me is Episode 6 because I cannot figure out these the orders. What I know is that Episode 3 and Episode 6 are my two least favorites, so it doesn't matter to me which is which.
2: Interesting. Empire Strikes Back and and
0: Hayden Christensen also strikes back are my least favorite. I think you went strikes back is five.
3: You're
2: talking about Return of the Jedi. Yeah, you're talking
3: about Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi. Not to explain Star Wars numbering to you on a podcast that I have. But you know, that's actually splitting. Yes.
0: Is that the episode title not to explain Star Wars numbers to you on a podcast that I have? If we hold on. Right, let me open names, my notes app really absolutely. quick.
2: I'll, oh, we can do it. I'll make a note course. for when <laughs> for but when I'm making the graphic. That will be
0: what it. What I know it's is not that Katie, docket. the last mm. movie of the first two trilogies are my two least favorite, and the the titles are also confusing because. I'm never going to remember which one is called The Last Jedi and which one is called Return of the Jedi. <laughs>
3: also, the fact that it's Revenge, Return, and Rise, I'm like, can it's we revenge, just.
0: Revenge, Return, Redemption. Yeah. Heroes versus Villains. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. I liked the one, I liked A New Hope, and I liked the middle one of the new trilogy. There you
3: Imagine go. The oh, Last Jedi. Yes. Last Jedi Hive. Back for Last Jedi. Instead of Heroes versus Villains 2, they're going to do Sith versus Jedi. Love
2: it.
0: No. <laughs> okay,
2: <laughs> well, fine. hopefully um, by the time we get to the Star Wars podcast, I will have watched the last arc of Clone Wars, which was just released. Oh so. no no
0: no no no. Oh. <laughs> only okay. the add- nine. There only are, are only nine here. Star Wars movies. Okay.
2: I, f- I guess I, I don't. I figured
1: out two two more uh, contestants for our Survivor season. We have C three PO and R two D two. Oh.
0: My two favorite characters. <laughs> nice.
1: The gay ones. Star Wars. <laughs> c 3 so gay.
0: And Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Babu Frick. We stand.
1: Wait, no BB-8?
2: bb is cute. I love BBA.
0: 8 He's cute, but he's, he's not C-3PO.
2: Is he just not your he favorite C-3PO? He could
0: never brothers? be C-3PO. Yeah, C-3PO <laughs> is the moment.
2: That's true. That belt.
0: He's wearing a crop top.
3: <laughs> he's constantly changing up his look. That red arm, I was shaking. For no reason.
0: Yeah. We, I, I really love C-3PO. I also like Admiral Ackbar.
2: Oh, the meme. Yes, the, myth, the legend.
0: Bees in the Bees trap. Yeah, Bees in the trap. Bees in the trap.
2: <laughs> wow, that was like a uh, that feels like a joke that should have existed like a decade ago.
3: <laughs> You're welcome. I'm constantly raising the bar. Sam
0: is, um, Sam is constantly making fresh jokes.
2: Yes very fresh <laughs> um Easy,
1: rare combination of funny hot
2: yes we already yep confirmed. great callback austin better than mine
0: <laughs> austin got his own callback this time
2: yeah uh, but yeah thanks again to our guests and thank you to our listeners once again for listening
0: thank you for having me yes thanks
2: bye, you
4: bye. You. Talk claps. to you
3: guys bye claps. claps for michelle <laughs>